So you've probably realized by now that our sponsored drink sells a lot of delicious natural wine. We talk about it every single week, but they've also dipped into some new territory lately, sake. And you would know a little bit about that, wouldn't you? How much of it did you drink in Tokyo? Enough, Soro, enough. And out of a giant frosted bamboo spear, no less. Is there any other way to drink it, really? At drnks.com, they stock a small but perfectly formed selection of sake, all with no additions and with natural ferment. And you should drink it with hard cheese. Really? Yeah, Comte. Oh, delicious. Yeah, it's really good. Hit drinks.com and enter highly enthused at checkout for 10% off and then sail away into a sake sunset responsibly. Thank you for supporting us, drinks. We love ya. Highly Enthused, a shortcut to things worth consuming, presented by two women named Sophie who spend too long on the internet. I'm Sophie Roberts. And I'm Sophie McComas. Welcome back. It's a snack size episode of Highly Enthused. And what are we talking about this week? Well, it's not snacks. What is it? It's cocktails. It's cocktail hour. Except we're not drinking cocktails right now. And it's not now, it's going to be a hot 15 minutes. Yep. Short, sharp, snack sized. We have five cocktail ideas for you today because, as you all know, summer is coming. Unless you're in the Northern Hemisphere, in which case, recreate summer in your home. Yeah. Summer is always coming at some point in your mind. <laughs> and so we didn't really have a formula for this. We just chose five drinks that we really love to make. Yeah. And this is sort of inspired by your family tradition of cocktail hour on a Sunday night, which I'm still jealous I haven't been invited to. Yeah. Well, this Sunday (laughs) you can come. (laughs) And I don't know. I I feel like my cocktail game since starting cocktail hour has definitely improved. I think I was a bit intimidated by making cocktails at home because I thought, well, I had none of the shaky gear. And also every time I tried to shake something with one of those shakers, I always like lost control of it and splattered contents all over my kitchen. Yeah, it's it's an art. And actually, I don't think any of these cocktails have a shaker. Yeah, like we've done that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, so they're kind of all storable, yes. all blendable. Entry-level cocktails. Entry-level cocktails. Not, they don't have a lot of ingredients. Most of them are like three or four ingredients. Keep it simple. We'd like a fancy drink, but not too fancy, you know? If you really want a martini, maybe just go out and get one. Yeah, it's half the joy of a martini. Yeah. These are like aperitifs. Yeah. So who's going to start us off? You are. Oh, okay. (laughs) Excellent. Okay, so this is a very, it's kind of silly cocktail. And it's something that Scott and I drank on our honeymoon because, A, we had an abundance of mangoes Mm -hmm. because we were honeymooning in the Northern Rivers where mangoes just grow literally on trees down the street. And we had ice. We had a lot of limes. And there was basil growing in the garden where we were staying. And so it's essentially a blended mango daiquiri, like one of those really daggy frozen daiquiris. Daiquiris should come back. Daiquiris are delicious. Oh, delicious. Like the classic daiquiri is, I think, just lime juice and white rum mm. but this is like it's um, like a smoothie <laughs> an alcoholic smoothie it's like a smoothie so I actually really like just to eyeball the components for this yeah there's no measuring there's no stress here just as much or as little booze as you want this is an absolute summer holiday cocktail maybe you're at someone's fancy beach house because you made really good friend choices um, maybe they have a blender maybe there's four or five of you whatever as many people as you have just like splash a bit of rum in chuck a whole bunch of frozen mango cheeks squeeze a few limes about three maybe if you're making like a standard blender full of cocktails um maybe you want to do okay like let's get serious maybe you want to do a shot of booze per person that Mm -hmm. you want to serve sensible yeah maybe you want to splash a little bit extra in maybe it's saturday 
get a bunch of basil, give it a wash, give it a rough chop, chuck that in, blend it all up with a bit of ice. So it's got that slushy, icy, frozen, almost, I don't know, like a melt, a slightly melted gelato. Mm, yeah. <laughs> a soft gelato. Blend it like the best of them, pour it into a glass, garnish with a basil leaf and maybe a a wheel of lime. Definitely taste it. Like if you feel like you need a little bit more lime in there, maybe a little bit of salt. It's going to depend how ripe your mangoes are, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. If you have a really sweet, like been sitting in the sun for a few days mango, you might need a little bit more lime, but it is just so simple and so good. And blended frozen cocktails. I mean, I'm here for that. Bring them back. Garnish it with something really dumb, like a little umbrella or a tiki man. And basil is actually a really good addition to this. Like it's not mint. I think mint would be the safe option, but Mm -hmm. basil has that just beautiful grassiness, freshness, and even Thai basil Mm. might be really good with this. Like that orangey salad with eggplant and Thai basil and mango. Well, why don't you put a blender on that too? (laughs) Chuck it in the other cup. (laughs) Disgusting. It's delicious. Can you believe we haven't been drinking tonight, guys? Yeah. What about you? What's yours? Yeah, so mine is also a very summer holiday cocktail. This is one of my favorite drinks from my early 20s but updated to include my favorite spirit of my early 30s so it is a paloma but a mezcal paloma oh yum so palomas are a sort of a long drink they're really popular in mexico they're often made with like a white tequila and they the main ingredient is grapefruit juice so if you like something sour not too sweet it's like a really nice compared to like a vodka orange or something that's quite you know orange juice can be really sweet it's got this really nice snap to it and pink grapefruit juice right pink grapefruit yeah mm. you could probably do it with not pink grapefruit if you wanted to but traditionally you want it to be like blushing mm-hmm. i think that's i think paloma actually means dove Spanish. I don't know what the relationship is. All I know is it's a very delicious beverage. This is also very simple. You don't have to blend. You don't have to shake. It's just a stirred cocktail. You, If you want to be fancy, you like rub the rim of a tall glass with lime and then like do the salt rim. I don't love a salt rim on a Mm. cocktail. I find it's like all salt and then no salt. It just doesn't really blend Half salt and half sugar can be quite good. Mm. I've also seen some recipes where they put some crushed chili in there. Yes. That could be really good. So rim the glass if you want. If you're kind of in a that seems fancy and I can't be bothered, then don't do it. This is a slightly more generous amount of booze. It is two shots of mezcal to two shots of grapefruit juice to about a tablespoon of lime juice, so like squeeze half a lime in there, a teaspoon of sugar. You pour all of those into a glass and you stir until the sugar's dissolved. You can also use simple syrup, but like if you're making this at home and you have simple syrup in your fridge, who are you? Can I come over? It's not something I ever have in my house. I did that once and I was like, I'm going to pre-batch a whole thing of simple syrup and just keep it in my fridge. And it was so good to have. But did you do it once and never do it again? Yes, <laughs> yeah. So my point is, don't prevent yourself from having a delicious cocktail because you don't have simple syrup. Just put sugar in there and stir it. And then you put some ice in it and then top the glass with soda water. About the same amount of another like two shots of soda water, as they said. But I just fill the glass to the top and let it. Mm, let yum. It that sourness of grapefruit is mm, so delicious. So good. Um, you can make it with tequila. I like it with the mezcal. You don't want one that's too intense, just like a little bit smoky, but it kind of offsets the the sour in a really nice way. Delish. You can also use that really nice grapefruit soda. Mm, yeah. So some recipes call fresh. for that. Yeah. I just it's hard to find that in Australia. So mm. if you've got access to the grapefruit soda, use the grapefruit soda. But um if not, just make your own with grapefruit juice and soda water. Yum. What's number two for you? Number two for me. So I think we've talked about this before. The Aperol Spritz just makes me want to bomb. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. <laughs> it's so sweet. I just can't 
cannot do it. Yeah. And a Campari spritz, yes, like it's less, definitely less sweet. It's more bitter. It has more flavor, I mm-hmm. think. But we've said it once before. We are driving it home in this episode. This summer is the summer of Amaro spritz. Sophie. It is. It's happening. Whether you like it or not, you should just get on this train because we're probably going to talk about it about five more times before the end of this season. So all those cool Amaros that we've been like shoving down your ears for the past <laughs> six months are about to come center stage in your summer of Co- 2020. <laughs> Cocktails. Cocktail summer. So there is a great trick to a spritz, and this applies to literally any spritz. It's a ratio of three parts sparkling wine, two parts of the spirit, and one part soda. Easy. So it's so easy for a massive group or just, like, you can use any spirit. A lot of, like, fortified spirits are quite good with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amaro is so good because it does have that bitter side, and there are so many different types. There are some kind of, like, menthol-y, minty kind of Amaros. There's that delicious smoky rhubarb. Oh, yeah, that one you Sfumato Amaro that I mentioned earlier that I really love. Drinks.com has the Mietti Amaro from the Marche in Italy mm-hmm. and but anyone like Chinar is made from artichokes and has that really herbal yeah I've been loving that one spiciness. lately I think I want to get a bottle of that yeah so the other thing that I really love with this after you've nailed that ratio give it a little stir over ice and the garnish is where where it's at so there's like a strip of citrus peel but also herbs like a twig of rosemary delicious love Unexpected. rosemary in cocktails green olives like on a skewer really good snack um, with, you, with your drink you yeah. know how you love to have olives it's an anti-pasta plate <laughs> Or some sage is really nice. Mm. Like that's kind of like a interesting, subtle flavor. But yeah, I want to see these in restaurants. Bella Bruda has a really good Amaro spritz, but they're nowhere else. I know. And it's ridiculous. Do you know places you can get them? Tell us. Otherwise, we'll just be drinking them in our lounge rooms. Or just go up to your bartender and be like, no, to Aperol. <laughs> I would like something more interesting, please. <laughs> and Bon Appetit has a really great article on this that our favorite Alex Delaney wrote, uh, I think last year or earlier this year, about the comeback of the Amaro Spritz. And it has some really good ideas for specific Amaro. So we will link that in our newsletter, which is highlyenthused.substack.com. What do you got next, Sarah? Um, I've got one I think you will hate. Oh. Uh, It's also, I realized after I wrote this that it's also from Mexico, which makes it sound like the only place I drink was Mexico. But they're just two cocktails that really have stayed with me. So this is not going to be for everyone. If you, like Sophie McComas, do not like an espresso martini or if you do not enjoy a post-dinner affogato with a shot of Frangelico in it. Oh, I love a post-dinner affogato. With Frangelico? Yeah. Okay, well, then maybe you will like this. Okay. (laughs) Maybe you will like it. Don't judge my choices. No, you don't like an espresso martini and it hits some similar notes. So (laughs) what this is, is this is something that I first tried when I was in Mexico, actually at Contramar, which is is an amazing restaurant. And it's apparently this is a drink that originally started in Spain. It's kind of pretty lowbrow as drinks go. It's not considered a particularly uh, high-end or fancy drink. And you'll understand why when I explain it to you. It is a shot of espresso, a shot of Licor 43. Now, Licor 43 is kind of like the Midori of dark spirits. (laughs) It is like a fortified spirit. It has flavors of like vanilla and caramel and citrus is how they describe it. When I was in Spain, we used to drink it with Coke, which is do not do that. That is a surefire way to need to go to your dentist all the time. The sugar. The sugar, the sugar. But with like the bitterness of espresso, 
at the end of a meal. Um, I read one article in this really great magazine called Punch that I will link to, which describes it as the uh, vodka Red Bull of Mexico City. Oh, my God, <laughs> amazing. And it's something about – I've seen recipes that use cold brew coffee instead of the espresso. There's something about the sort of harshness of espresso versus the smoothness of cold brew. I prefer the espresso because the liquor 43 is so sweet and so kind of smooth you want something to offset it. You can also use brandy if you don't have liquor 43, which is fair enough. Most people won't. Or you could – I reckon you could probably use Frangelico in its place, just kind of anything that's kind of smooth and sweet and will work well with the espresso. But the key is you serve it over ice. You don't want this Oh. Part. Yeah. So it's a shot of espresso over ice, a shot of the liquor, liqueur. In Mexico, you can get it layered or shaken. I've also just done it stirred and it's so delicious. What about like some kind of like cream in there or well, something? Well, then you're just moving into affogato country. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is the difference. This is a Mexican version. But yeah, so your next dinner party, start off with an Amaro spritz, finish with a Catahillo. You will definitely go dancing after. There is no way that can't be a good night. That sounds good. It's really good. I used to hear stories of kitchens where they would spike people's coffees with Campari. Like What? I know, like in the morning. It was like this gross chef's prank. That <laughs> sounds disgusting. It's just like sounds like alcohol. To me, but anyway, so that many of good. the stories are really just alcoholism. I know. Uh, well, we're going to close this out with one last drink, which is probably the most simple of them all. But the key to this drink is the spirit. It's yuzu shu. It's the best. So, oh my God, I feel like I talk about this every episode. Yuzu is a Japanese citrus that is kind of like a cross between a mandarin and a lemon, I mm-hmm. guess. And yuzu shu is sake mixed with fresh yuzu juice. And it's kind of this, like this cloudy, I guess you could say it is the Japanese version of limoncello. Yeah. Yeah. Just so like zingy. So zingy. with peel and juice and del- deliciousness. And there are really good ones that you can get in Sydney. Um, we will link them in our newsletter. And anyway, my cocktail is a yuzushu highball. So simple. I don't know if this counts as a cocktail, really. Does well, it, what is it then? No, I think it definitely deserves a place on this list. But I was just thinking as you were saying, I was like, is this a cocktail? It's like, a, is a G&T cocktail? I mean, it's a great drink. We're going to go with it, guys. Don't challenge us on this one. It's this a is mixer. a cocktail. It's like a mixed. This is a perfect beverage. So we're going with it. Continue. I'm sorry for interrupting with <laughs> yeah. philosophical questions about what is a cocktail. <laughs> we're not putting boundaries around our cocktails tonight. Anyway, it's a yuzushu highball. So a highball is essentially whiskey normally in Japan Mm. and soda and perfect ice. Perfectly proportioned, really, really, really cold and sometimes with a slice of lemon. But yuzushu is such a fresh and it's got that real peely flavor of rind. It's definitely a Japanese version of limoncello because it does not have anywhere near the sweetness that a limoncello has. No, no. It's just like, pow. Yeah, it's so um, citrus heavy. Like it's Mm. just like, yeah, wax you in the flavor with citrus. And it's just soda, ice, stirred down a little bit to dilute it. And I tell you what, you can drink three in about 20 minutes. Uh, on a humid day. They're so refreshing. It's the best thing in the world. You just keep a bottle of this in your fridge and you have a cocktail ready to go in two minutes flat. And it's lower alcohol than gin, so it's actually the sensible choice. Yeah. Great. See, guys, we're making sensible choices this summer. We care about you. <laughs> and we care about you, Zoo. A lot. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our cocktail episode, short, fast, sweet, and loud. 
as always. <laughs> Thank you again for our sponsored drinks. You can find a whole selection of sake at drnks.com. And please show us what you're drinking this summer. Yeah, show us, tell us your favourites. Does a two-ingredient drink count as a cocktail? Actually, don't tell us. We've decided it does. You can follow us at Highly Enthused on Instagram. You can sign up for our newsletter at highlyenthused.subsec.com. You can email us if you feel like, highlyenthused at gmail.com. And otherwise, we want you to just start clinking those ice cubes and drinking delicious beverages. Here's to an Amara Spritz summer so Yes. Thank you. See ya next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.